Hi guys, welcome to What's The Matter, the official Mindspan podcast. In today's episode, my dad and I are going to be discussing social media and the impact that this can have on our psychology, both positively and negatively. It should be an interesting one. Thank you so much and I really hope you enjoy the episode. So welcome, Mr. Dad. Dad, how are you? Um, uh, thank you. Thanks for the welcome. I'm very well, very well, actually. Yeah, looking forward to early spring evolving into a, something a little bit warmer. We've had obviously yep. some nice sunny days. It's been a bit cold, lots of frosts in the morning, which is nice and fresh and lovely. But yeah, I just feel like I want another sort of like five to 10 degrees of temperature of warmth. I feel yeah. like, you know, I, I just, yeah, like a reptile, a body to heat up, really. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, it was, I don't know what the weather was like where you are yesterday, but it was really cold and windy in, in Essex. And I had to go to a meeting and I put on, I think I had an undervest, a, a roll neck jumper, a long cardigan and a full length coat and a scarf. And mm. I could barely move because I had so many layers on. <laughs> yeah. And and we're only just into the podcast, but yeah, it was similar for me for an evening, some evening golf last night. Yeah. yeah. I was wrapped up. Wrapped. Oh, I bet it was pretty chilly playing golf. Last yeah, night. yeah. Not easy in layers. I'm not the no. one that, yeah, when you start playing golf, you've got too many layers on. It, yeah. You just feel a bit constricted, but yeah. <laughs> minor complaints because everything's really good really it is it is and today I think is I think well as I always love our topics but today we're talking about quite a hot topic I mm. think um so we're going to be discussing social media and from a psychology perspective um and how this can actually impact our mental health and we're not going to be just one-sided here we're going to be talking the good the bad the ugly we want to cover all bases here because there's some real pros and then some real cons. But mm-hmm. our main aim from today is we just want you to more um, more to help you more consciously think about social media. OK, because we might raise some questions today that people have never thought about before with social media. So that's our aim from today. So, Dad, as somebody that didn't grow up with social media, I'm what sure you you've got, what you're saying you're. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. not going to say yeah. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say this is a more place mature. of love. More mature? As an old, an old battered, you know, old man, <laughs> wrinkly old man um, that didn't grow up with social media. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you have lots to say about this. But I guess if we just start with some good, what's what's your view, more positive view uh, about social media? Yeah, you're right. Obviously, I didn't grow up with social media like you perhaps have done. Um, so, yeah, I lived a fair life without it. So, yeah, part of me still, still sort of confused to some degree why many people just can't get off it, if that makes sense. Or they're just, it's such a massive part of their lives. I obviously had a fair bit of life without it. So I know that, yeah, there was a life, um, you know, before social media and it was fine. Absolutely mm. fine. But it, but it is a, yeah, I, I think um, we're, we're going to talk about this, but I often say to people when we're talking about social media that I, I battle with it if that makes sense, because I can absolutely, it's, it's amazing for many things. Amazing, you know, it's amazing for sort of good, etc. Equally, it's not, you know, there's there's some very big downsides, which we're going to talk about. But certainly in terms of the good, I mean, obviously, I've had a business for 20 plus years. I mean, you're part of that now. You've also got another business as well, too, because you're very entrepreneurial. Um, and you know, I see that you know social media platforms as an amazing vehicle to co- co- communicate our messages, to to market, you know, to tell the world what we do, to to find people that need our services, to 
find people that want to become part of our team. So it's, it's an amazing. And, and again, in terms of cost, it's a fact, you know, it's mostly a fairly cost efficient way of marketing your business and your services. So I get all of that. Um, obviously, social media, we often see with sometimes local or worldwide issues, you know, a group of people can gather, for want of another term, on social media and become a force for good, a force for positive change. We saw, you know, that a few years ago with the Manchester Arena bombing, you know, within minutes of that happening, oh, yeah. the, Ari the Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande. Uh, you know, within minutes or a fairly short space of time of that awful, awful event, there were people on Facebook and other social media platforms offering to help, offering a bed for the night, offering all sorts of other ways of, you know, of trying to help that people in that situation. So, you know, I, I do find it fascinating, you know, social media, the platforms in and of themselves, they've evolved a lot, and you'll know more about that technically than I do. But I guess in some respects, you could say social media, the platforms, what they are, are neither good nor bad. It's just how humans use them and engage in them, which can be either, you know, for good or less than good, if that makes sense. But yeah, I battle with it. I think there's a, I see, I see it as an amazing vehicle and, and tool that we can use in life for business and personally and etc. But equally, I just, I, I frustrate myself with the amount of noise. Yeah. And what I, I think, and it's just my view of nonsense and stuff that's not genuine, but we'll come to some of that later. But yeah, it, it's, you know, it has a great potential for all sorts of good, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, completely, completely agree with you sort of to echo what you've said. I'm, and maybe add to it, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of social media. I have a marketing background um, prior to moving into the area of personal development. I, as you just said, also have another, I have my own marketing business separate to the Mindspan work we do, where I help small businesses, local businesses to grow themselves and predominantly digitally and I know social media is is amazing for that like that's a that's a tool that helps I get to watch people have their dream kind of grow like that that's an amazing thing to see and to help them with equally I obviously you know this but my, my best friend I met when I was four she she emigrated to Australia when we were only nine or ten um and social media allowed us to get back in contact with each other when we were 16 and I many years have passed now since then um but we still talk to each other really regularly I get to see everything she's up to like social media allowed that that has has probably helped fuel that relationship for me and there's there's people need connectedness like that's yeah. one of the that's a real benefit not just you know nice friendships but like psychologically we need connectedness like we are social creatures and during something like, you know, a pandemic we've had, everyone's been locked in. Social media has also been an amazing tool for our mindset in terms of letting us feel connected with people at a time when we couldn't see them. So there is some great stuff that social media can do. And I, I would never knock that. I'm someone that's on the platform regularly. Um, but with everything that usually gets created, uh, there's there's often a flip side to that. So We've obviously discussed the some of the some of the good stuff. That's probably not you know brand new information for people, but we've discussed some of the good stuff. But I think well, just... what we didn't want to do, Emma, is just have a podcast where we just you know we diss social media yeah. sense because I, I don't want to diss it. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be, uh, that wouldn't be a great thing to do primarily because we use it. Yeah, well, also like we use it. I, I, I'm on it 
all the time like well not all the time but I'm on it very regularly and social media is is something that has allowed us to even create this podcast like how would we tell people about the podcast probably exactly and and so there's I'm not knocking social media nor am I saying don't go on it we just want to talk about there's a lot where people probably aren't consciously aware of what they're taking in and that's really where we're going with this today so we've kind of covered that yes there's some great stuff and it, it is great we love it we use it but just to sort of start to meander into that well what's the other side of this I guess you 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 similarly to me will have worked with a lot of people on their self-esteem around the impact social media has had on their self-esteem so if I just kind of hand that to you what have what in your experience what have you seen as a consequence of perhaps one of the less than helpful consequences of social media yeah and initially just before I touch on some of my experiences with that and this isn't an up-to-date number but I was doing some research on research around social media excuse me and I came across some research that was done towards the end of 2019 and obviously we're in 21 now but um and you know some figure like 3.4 something billion users of social media worldwide that's Mm -hmm. half the planet's population that will be even bigger now because Mm. of the growth even just like yeah pandemic i'm even just thinking about tiktok went absolutely mad in 2020 like Mm. that's that 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 figure's huge that you've just shared and to be honest it's it's going to be bigger than that now isn't it because Mm. it grows all the time um that just astounded me and just to think crikey half the population of earth well more than that now engages and uses social media and quite obviously when you get that number of people using and communicating with a medium there's some of that's going to be for good some of that's going to be for less than good some of it's going to be for manipulation some of that's going to be that could be political or commercial some of that's going to be um scams do you yeah. know what I mean and and it's and as you're going to talk about you know some of the algorithms and the the further evolution of the social media platforms you know pe- people probably need to be much more consciously aware of what they're sort of being tricked into or how they're being influenced which obviously you're going to talk about much more eloquently than me but yeah, just going back to you know your question around you know even my experiences as a, as a slightly more mature person around the less than good side of social media I mean, I've I've had it increasing one-to-one clients that may come to work with us or me in in terms of wanting to find some solutions to life or or building some confidence some self-belief and self-confidence some self-esteem because we know how crucial that is to you know for good mental health as well as 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 our performance and not always but it's not uncommon when i'm working with people like that where we delve into things and you find out just how much they're exposing themselves to social media how much they are measuring themselves against what they're seeing um and there is something else i came across in some research there are many consequences of our you know exposing ourselves to social media if that makes sense and one thing that jumped out at me and i wrote it down because it's that important so i thought i'd share it social media can create pressure perceived pressure to create or be a certain stereotype that others want to see and the need to be as popular as other people you know, yeah that, you know that that's not me saying that that's psychological that's research yeah you think, wow yeah so the more some people if we're not on our guard if we're not really thinking about what we're doing we're just mindlessly picking this up opening it up again opening up a platform or an app and just you know that mindless scrolling 
you know, almost like we're, we're in a trance state. Yeah. Just, just we're allowing it just to soak up and go in. And we may engage with a few, a few bits. And then if we don't get a response or we don't get a like or we don't get some approval, you know, what does that do psychologically and emotionally? So, yeah. And, and I, I think the tip of the iceberg of that for me is when we sometimes go into schools and, you know, I, I love working with well, all, all people, but young people particularly. And we quite often get asked to go into schools and help to prepare like year 10s and 11s for exams for their GCSEs. Yeah. So we, we run little programs that help them to, you know, develop their focus, their emotional resilience to other aspects of the way they're thinking. And hopefully they can approach their exams in a mentally, emotionally better place. And I often talk about revision as part of that process and creating the environment where you can revise effectively. And then these always come up. Yeah. Because I, I, I said this a long time ago in a, in a session with some 15 year old, 16 year old. I said, and of course, if you want to revise effectively, turn your phone off. And it was a tumbleweed moment. Yeah. Silence in the room with these 20 or 25, 15, 16 year olds. And one young lad said to me, he said, Gav, because I'm not a teacher, I don't get them to call me Mr. Drake. I said, you yeah. should my first name. They said, Gav, I don't think I could do that. And I said, why don't you think you could do that? He said, because if I turned my phone off to revise, all I would be thinking about whilst I'm trying to revise is what I'm missing out on. What yeah. am I not part of? What are the conversations my peer group's having that I'm not included in? So there's that massive, you know, fear of missing out Yeah. as well too. So yeah, they, we, we know these devices and social media within these devices can be very, very addictive. Yeah. So from your you know, very psychological background um, and obviously someone who's worked in marketing as well as you and using these platforms to influence people. What, what's the whole thing around addiction? How, you know, how does that happen? Yeah, I mean, it's. It's, 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 it, I, I've always, I've, no, I've said this to you many times, but I always like to ask the question why, like with, with, I think that's the mar marketeer in me of what's the purpose of this? Why, like when I spend so long, a lot in my old job, a lot of what I had to do was to look at behavior patterns and sort of stats for why we were going to do what we were going to do. This is in a um, consumer psychology sense, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But <clears throat> I think because I've had that innate sort of, when you're recommending something to a client for them to do, you've got to give a reason why. You can't just say, we should run a Facebook campaign. Um, mm. well, why? Like, why? Why, why, why? It's just always got to give a reason why, um, an objective and aim. And um, I sort of was then more curious about why, like, separate to running marketing campaigns, but, like, there's all these stats about figures going up with people be spending time on devices how much we I was looking at eye tracking studies of how long we're looking at different imagery for like why do not just okay we spend this long on a device but like why mm. so I was very interested in why we why as species are we doing that um yeah. so some of what I'm going to share is just from me having researched those kind of papers equally if anyone's ever watched the social dilemma it is on Netflix like this also comes up in that a little bit um and but for those that don't know that program yeah it's social dilemma is a one of those Netflix documentaries documentaries <laughs> documentaries which is they where they challenge something and and yeah. you know it can have a very one-sided slant yeah. but actually it gets people thinking and talking about something yeah. and it really looks at social media 
and talk to people that have worked on the platform, the social media yeah. platforms that no longer do some of them yeah. and just how, <clears throat> what are the tools those platforms have evolved and the algorithms to get us to keep picking up this yeah. device this and our attention. Yeah. yeah. Because I was just sort of thinking, why are why is everyone spending more time on device? Like why is I was asking that why? And as I say, this does come up in the social dilemma, but also this is just studies in general. Um, when we just take social media for example, there is I'm going to call it the dark magic, the dark psychology, but there is they have been designed in such a way um, that we so we have. Um, neurons firing chemicals being released in our in our brain there is actually stuff going on up here when when we're refreshing our news feed and we've got like the little timer at the top or sort of the refresh kind of um you know what I mean like circle spinning around or when somebody's typing back to us and there's three dots and it, we are our brains no one's consciously doing this but our brains are preempting a what feels like a positive release because like, oh it's going to be another hit like when's that going to happen when's that going to happen when we get likes when we're getting engagement when we're getting comments when we're getting you know feedback and approval and oh my god you look amazing your life looks great like when you're seeing all this approval like again that chemically is releasing stuff in our brains so I know we might call it seeking approval but the platforms have been designed in such a way that the interactions we get from other people and just the nature of where things are laid out on there it's so clever but it is all done to keep our attention like each of these platforms are fighting for our attention and as somebody that works in it um and I know that there is good on these platforms but as somebody that works in it I was I really felt like when I was reading some of these studies like why we are spending more time on on these platforms well they're designed to be addictive I felt like the wool had been pulled over my eyes and I was like that's so obvious why did I not realize that mm. my brain is releasing like like that's why it is addictive to go on to these things and I've seen people and not just, not just reward chemicals isn't it it's, it's a reward chemical and it's it's like when um when we when I've seen things of like videos on social media but also just common sense like people have talked to me about this of they they go to bed early with the intention of having a good night's sleep, the intention of getting to sleep early and not going on their phone. Oh, I'm just going to go on there really quickly first, actually. And and before they know it, three hours have passed. It's the middle of the night. They've not fallen asleep yet. They still want to keep scrolling. Um, and it's because of this addictive nature. I'm sure 99% of people can think of a time where they've been lost in their phone. Mm. Um, and, I mentioned this to you earlier, but when... The, the the social dilemma that program which which has you know some controversial stuff in it and it, this is not a comment on the program although I did enjoy watching it there's a whole lot of strange little things they point out but the thing that really struck me was and because you know I've done it you know where you get notified on one of the platforms that someone you know a friend or an acquaintance has posted a photograph or an image and they've tagged you in it because you're in the picture now you get told they've tagged you in a photograph yeah who wouldn't who isn't curious about what, what that photograph is. that is yeah you know it's, it's what uh, the reward system of like I, I need to know I don't like that loose end you know and the brain doesn't like loose ends yeah. so I, I you know it's almost like you can't you can stop yourself it feels like you can't stop yourself from having a look yeah so it's clever but like you say it's, it's quite dark magic to yeah. get your yeah. attention back on the platform because that's 
that's what they're all competing for, isn't it? All those platforms are competing for your and mine, our attention. That's what they sell. And I, I do just want to say in this, like, I'm not anti-social media. Like, I've, I have been to and worked, not I've worked, not worked for Google or Facebook or, but I have or Twitter, but I have had very close working relationships with them before in my old job. And I've been to all their offices. I've worked with so many different people at their companies. I've had additional training and been part of programs and schemes in my old work where I was really heavily involved with Facebook and I think as a I think they are an amazing platform I'm they're really not, not knocking evil that. organizations yeah they? they're not evil it's just but but yeah and I'm not knocking it I'm not knocking people using the platform either as I say I use it and I think so much good can come from it but what I really want to hone in on is that people are consciously aware of why they are on the platform a lot because I have I have clients say to me I just can't help myself I just before I know it they're reaching for their phone or something I've noticed so much more with my well I don't just mean like friends but like so when I've been at social events people are either sat on their phones or they've got to have their phone right next to their hand and not because they're consciously thinking I can't live without this because of course black and white yes we all could but there's a subconscious association with that 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 feels good Mm. they're almost it's a it's it's like a it is a reward system yeah and when when i became very very i've only got this here because we're talking about it yeah yeah not because i need it mine's in another room (laughs) lead by example to demonstrate that's what i knew i'd be doing yeah no but what i just i think i just really really encourage people to be yet very aware of of why why it feels so good to or addicted maybe not good but addictive to go on your phone to keep scrolling to be stuck in these sort of youtube holes or dark holes of the internet where you're thinking oh god where has the time gone i've just wasted half a day um but i I mean this isn't about my goals and my life or anything like that but i the more when i found out those whys like why those stats are going up why are people getting so reliant on it physically um I became a bit rebellious and whilst I do work on it um I no I don't want to be one of those stats so I really like to get my screen time down each week when when my phone says you you're you know you've averaged blah 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 this week on your phone that's that's five percent less than last week I really like to be not on it (laughs) um even though I know there's some real good with it but one of so one of the big things here is obviously that understanding why you want to grab for it a lot um but the other thing i just want to really talk about here is is what you're taking in Mm. um so just to tell a story about one of my clients um she had a she we were doing lots of work on um her values her sort of self-esteem like you say kind of quite a big thing with social media but her values and what's important to her and she had this perception where she just she said i'm i feel positively a lot of the time but i'm just feel very negative about the world I feel like the world's gone crazy I feel like everyone was everyone's opinions conflicted with hers um and she just was carrying around this anger and baggage like quite a lot of the time um and after a while I just said I hope you don't mind me asking but like because you reference social media a lot but what 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 sort of things do you follow um and she, she just obviously following a variety of accounts but hadn't actually real like taken the time to think you know, I'm following a lot of accounts that conflict with my inner values. Um, and everyone's sharing a different message on social media. 
And she's somebody that became quite passionate when we defined her values about sort of being eco-friendly. Um, I don't mean anti-materialistic in a, in a bad way, but someone that she wanted to upcycle, recycle, do good for the planet and very green. But actually, a lot of the accounts she was following, she wasn't following accounts like that. She was following a lot of fast fashion accounts, a lot of mass production accounts, a lot of accounts that looked gluttonous and greedy. So no wonder she felt like the world is an awful place because all she's seeing is something that conflicts with what's important to her. We, know, we also know, Em, don't we? Even I do at my mature age, that the more she follows those and looks at those, the more those platforms will show her more versions of that as well, yeah. too. <clears throat> because the platforms are built to serve you things they think you're interested in because they want your attention. Mm. So when I said to her, here's an idea. Why don't you just go through those that you follow and remove anyone that conflicts with, unless they're a family friend or something, it'd be awkward, but, but unfollow any accounts that really conflict with your your inner values or if you don't feel that you want to unfollow them just be very aware that their values are different to yours and that's okay yeah. um but actually what she then started to do was follow accounts that were sharing you know similar views to her and she she suddenly felt like the world became more eco-friendly mm. so this, it's not you know i don't mean it negatively but it hasn't it's just what you're consuming yeah. um sits better with you so i think that's another really big thing for people is to be very aware of what you take in because you don't have to follow anything like you're we're the ones that are choosing what we take in and mm -hmm. if you know i know we we're going to get onto this a little bit further in but like what what how do you feel when you scroll on your feed mm. what actions are you taking after you've been on your feed and, and sort of how much time are you spending on this i think think about consciously think about the consequences of what you're taking in do you feel good inspired empowered at the end of looking through your social media if so wonderful you're probably following the right people for you if you feel if you tend to feel oh that looks so much better than my life I'm not good enough I'm never going to have that or I'm so angry about what they're sharing if you feel really negatively I, I'd highly encourage you to to have a look through your follow list and just kind of I have a bit of a cull and and really think about what do you want to take in well, there's a flip side to that as well though Em isn't there that Obviously, people are aware of the term echo chambers where we're, you know, whatever our beliefs and values are, we tend to be attracted generally to the same thing. And then yeah. we reinforce each other's values for good or less than good or bad. Um, is there a place to actually consciously follow or look at some stuff that isn't part of your own value system or thoughts? I think I think definitely there is. But I think it depends how you I think it is this whole thing around being how you consciously think about it. Yeah, so, consciousness, isn't it? Yeah, it's that consciousness. So I don't follow everyone who's the same as me. Like I don't do that at all. But I, I nope, same because, as you. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I don't. I I follow a variety of things. Um, some things that challenge me. I have an interest in business development. Obviously, as someone that has their own business and or business ventures I like to see how other people are doing that now some people grow their business differently to me mm. so I like to see that I like to see health and fitness because that's something I'm hugely passionate about I'm not a vegan I but I love looking at vet recipes there are some vegan accounts I follow it, it really just depends I think as I say, it's like consciousness on yeah on on, on it so I'm very conscious of the addictive nature of social media i'm very conscious on and not just social media but our phones 
I'm very conscious of the impact it can have if you continually take in things that really conflict with your inner values and the impact this can have on your self-esteem. I'm very conscious of those things. I'm aware of them. I still go on social media, but I just, I, I, I take it very differently. So th there are certain accounts that I wouldn't unfollow because I know the people um, and they might really feel very comfortable sharing their political view all the time. Might not be the same as mine. It's good to be friends with people and have people in your life that do add, um, you know, a variety. Or a but, different perspective or a different thought about something. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but if somebody is continually putting a message out there that I think I, I don't like to see that stuff. If it's very destructive, I don't unfollow them. I just mute them because mm. I don't want to cause drama. But I just don't want to see that stuff all the time. I know I'm aware of how I feel once I've seen it. So mm. if I don't want to see that stuff, I just don't really tend to put it in my. I think, it's, I think it's an example, Emma, you know, and social media and the, 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 the devices and what's on them and what we, it's an example of if, if you, if we were going to live whatever for us is a successful, happy, fulfilled life, what do you want to be? And, and we think about that really valuable thing called time that we've talked about recently. What do you want to be spending your really valuable, precious time exposing yourself to? Yeah. And to being more conscious about that rather than just developing a sort of almost like a subconscious thoughtless habit to just keep picking the damn thing up and scrolling mind mindlessly I guess yeah it is my it's no one's no what very few people I imagine are at the starting their day going oh, I'm gonna waste my time today I'm gonna waste it I'm gonna feel really rubbish I, I, that's what I'm gonna set out to do that and go and consume loads of content that really I feel quite crappy for I'm sure nobody's planning on doing that but there are a lot of people that are impacted by what they're seeing not realizing why they feel the need to go on their phone so much mm. not realizing why they might feel compelled to go and buy something really random um i think it's just that conscious awareness that i'm just really trying to encourage and sorry i'm on that front just around just how much your know, conscious awareness about how much do we pick this up and look at it and scroll mindlessly etc again obviously i'm slightly more mature age-wise than this but some stat came across within the last 12 to 18 months around you know a typical young person can't remember which generation it was now but based on their current usage and projected project projected usage of the device it was something like, it was either four and a half it was projected there'd be either four and a half or six and a half years of their life they would be looking at a screen a, yeah. a small screen four and a half or six and a half one of those two and it might be different now the stat might be different I feel like I could do even more than that, you know. Yeah, well, I, I thought, well, that's, that sounds shocking. Do you to sort of think years and well, years and years of your life is projected that you'll be doing this? Yeah, I know. That's and that's like, wow, that's frightening. That's shocking, isn't it? Yeah. And yet, how many people even watching this and listening to this, and even you know, we engage in it as well too. Will think actually, yeah. I mean, you, you have the stats come up, don't you? You've spent so many hours on your phone today, or, or yeah, or this week, and you you talked about trying to get yours down. And wow, just if it's if it's if we if we're engaging in this stuff so mindlessly, just how much of your life is passing you by? How much you're missing things? How much you're missing getting your head up, looking at what's around you, being present, all the other stuff that we talk about. But we're not say, we're not saying social media is bad. Yeah, it's it's not bad, and there are. You know, I'd say as 
for us, even if we just talk about Mindspan for a moment, like we that social media allows us to share messages like that we that, and educate people Like we always want to our content. I think our mission is always to either provide something tangible or useful that somebody can use, whether that's a top tip about how to change their mindset on something, um, which we're trying to share a lot of brain facts that people might not realize, um, which we're trying to be informative um so so somebody needs to be on social media to see that right yeah, yeah. so we're not saying social media is bad and i'm not saying that you you have to use social media to change your life for the better you absolutely don't but just i've decided that my use of social media is i want it to be information rich so whatever i'm taking in is either inf- i'm either learning from it i'm sharing something that is information rich or i feel inspired that that's why that's I use mine, it. Is it. That's not mine, but I've just dis- I've consciously you. decided how I want to use the platform. Someone might want to consciously decide to use it differently to me. Someone might just want to use it for speaking to other people. Someone might just want to use it to fuel their love of fashion or travel or you know we we, we all are going to have different reasons for you for doing this. But um, well, the thing I would is, just you're, say you're encouraging people to consciously choose their reasons, aren't you? Yeah, and. Completely. And I guess, as we say, if we were kind of, I could probably go on about this for a very long time, but <laughs> if if we were going to kind of wrap this up and just say, we want to leave you with, 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 with some things to think about, but shall I ask you something? Yeah. Okay. You, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to get the cue. No, you normally do this. I know. <laughs> we're a bit out there today. We're I know we're being different. So based on all of this, Em, and again, you, we could talk about this because it's a big subject and there's much debate and there's increasing you know, amounts of research on it as well, too, psychologically. So based on the things we've shared, you, you particularly have shared, we've shared today, what's a takeaway? What can people do? Yeah. Recommendations be. So we're not saying don't engage in it. We're just saying if you want to engage in it, how can you do this for good for yourself or for other people? And there's just three questions I sort of want to leave people with to really think about for themselves with social media so I did slightly touch on this earlier but how do you feel when you scroll on your feed do you feel happy do you feel stressed do you feel excited do you feel sad like how do you feel when you're currently scrolling on your feed what actions are you taking after going on your feed are you compulsively buying things are you starting to question yourself are you feeling you know inspired to take an action and go and join a gym or make a recipe like what actions are you taking off the back of of your social feed um but the final thing is how much time are you spending on it are you wasting hours days years years like are you wasting are you wasting your time on it do you feel like yeah actually do you know what i do get stuck on social media i don't know why like are you doing that because i'm not saying don't go on it but just if you feel like yes you're wasting time um we've done a whole podcast on time if you feel like you're wasting time i just have a really good think about how can i change that so there's just kind of three things i want to leave people with because i'm not saying don't go on social media like it's a great place but just think about those things for yourself and the way that you use the platform just repeat those questions quickly for people then so how do you want to feel when you scroll on your feed sorry 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 well yeah how do you want to feel when you scroll on your feed (laughs) I thought that wasn't what I initially said. Um, but what actions are you taking after you've been on your feed? 
perhaps what do you want what would you want to be doing um and how much time are you spending on it are you wasting any time just those are kind of the sort of key finishes I'd think but um yeah I mean thank you sorry I feel like I spoke a whole lot on that <laughs> you did, yeah, but, um, uh, obviously I use social media have done in, in business particularly for years even dabbled a little bit personally and you know we the podcasts go out via social media you know I sometimes do my dad dog, dog walk and talk, talk. yeah like yeah. two or three minutes uh, something will come into my head when I'm on a dog walk and I think I just want to mention this and share this with people but it's it's mostly with an intention to put some stuff out there that will give people uh, something to think about or stimulate people's thinking etc based on what we do within Mindspan you know I'm not one to share the meal I've just eaten in a restaurant it's not my sort of thing really but yeah but you've you know as someone who's grown up more in the social media world really it's just really interesting for me and with your psychological background and with your consumer psychology background yeah you've got some really interesting things and points of view on on this whole subject so yeah so you have spoken way more than me because that's the value today oh well <clears throat> i'm sure we'll, we'll pick a more old topic next yeah, time yeah, yeah. yeah use of walking sticks. Yeah. yeah how to fit your dentures and the psychology behind it Thanks, Em. Thanks. Oh dear. Well, anyway, <laughs> I, just if anyone has, if this has struck a chord or sparked any questions from anyone from listening today, or you've got um, any questions about what we've shared, please, please, as I always say, feel like you can get in touch with us. Um, we're very passionate about this, and yeah, we love to talk. If anyone hadn't realised, but absolutely. Thank you so much for your time today, Dad. And thank you to everyone who's who's listened along and we'll be back again soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of What's the Matter? My dad and I are going to be back again in another two weeks with a brand new episode. If you do have any questions about what we've shared about today or any of the content that we've discussed, please do get in touch. And if not, we'll see you soon.